a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. here and welcome to day 38 of the podcast. Hi, Bob. And we are rounding out the week. We have a really, really wonderful guest today. We welcome Amy Barasa to the podcast. And I was so lucky to be on the team at the same time as Amy. She is super passionate about swimming and super passionate about UMass. And I always looked up to her as one of my seniors, um, who was just so dedicated to the program and really, really internalized what a UMass swimmer should be. So I am really glad that I got to catch up with her and um, share her favorite memories with Bob. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We welcome Amy from class of 2006. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and it's so exciting because we were on this team together at the same time. When I was a freshman, you were a senior. Oh, yes, those senior year memories. I uh, remember I remember lovely Cece so well. Your voice was <laughs> unbelievable and remains so. It warms my heart to hear you. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so we're here for Bob's retirement, and I would love to hear some of your favorite memories of him. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many. I have just so many wonderful feel, um, memories and feelings about Bob. Um, I, I decided to come to UMass, and I committed to UMass without ever actually coming to campus and, and experiencing anything about Amherst or Massachusetts. And, um, you know, one of my fondest memories was just my first day on campus moving in. My parents and my sisters were with me, and Bob met us. And it was just like an instant dad feeling. And I, I and my parents even described it. And they, they knew I would be safe and taken care of. Um, he was just so welcoming and warm. And just his wonderful smile, you know, that smile he has. And it's just so mm-hmm. sincere. Um, and so that's a just a great memory I have. And um I hope to emulate that as a coach myself and just letting parents know that their student athletes are safe with me and we're going to take care of them and they're part of a family. And, you know, Bob, just from the moment I saw him in person, personified all of that. So um, that's really one of like the the best memories I have. And it really just kickstarted from there. Um, You know, just every freshman has nerves and, and worries and, he was just so patient with me um, at our conference championships and at different meets and different times. Um, I used to, a couple meets in a dual meet, I would have to swim a back-to-back race where I swam the 1,000 and then I would swim the 200 free. And the first time I did it, um, you know, we knew I was I was going to be swimming that. And a couple of the guys on the team or a couple of teammates were like, oh, man, that's so tough. You're oh, you'll never do it again, you know, kind of not psyching me out of it, but just kind of making me a little bit more um, aware of of the challenge. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Bob Bob sat with me and and was so patient with me during warm-up, and I would get out with a concern, and he would, you know, he just kind of talked me through it, and he he really built up that confidence. And, you know, any time, I think I did that, I probably did that double maybe once once a season. Um, and after the first time I did it, you know, I was just that confidence. It was just wonderful to have that confidence in myself that I could do it, but it really just came from Bob and him knowing I could handle it. Um, and so that's a great memory. And just knowing that he was always in, in your corner and always there for you. And he believed in you, even if you didn't, Mm -hmm. he was there for you and he did. Um, and the, but also just like those those conversations on the blue couch, you know, you always knew his door was open and he, he was willing to talk to you about anything and everything. You could just, you know, walk down into the basement and uh, sit there and, and, and he always had time, always had time for you. Yeah. Um, and that was really special because, you know, that wasn't the case with professors and things like that. You had to make you know, appointments. And if you wanted to talk to somebody, you know, sometimes there was lag time, you had to wait a couple of weeks or you had to, you know, um, enter certain information. Like Bob had no concerns that he just wanted you to come and talk to him. And he, you know, he really wanted to know what you were going through and what was going on in your life um, outside of swimming, you know, not swimming mm-hmm. related. And I think that's part of what made him such an amazing coach was that, he tried to relate to you as a person, not just you as an athlete. Um, and I think that anybody that went through the program, um, 
you know, as women, it, that meant something that, that really meant something. So, um, you know, there's just some really great memories of being on deck and the BOB cheer. And, and, you know, like, I think when we would do that cheer, he would kind of smile and smirk a little bit, but I don't think he realized how much it meant to us to be chanting his name because yeah. he very much was like the heart of the program. Yeah. He was um, UMass swimming without him. There was nothing without him. Yeah. And, and, and just like th- that, it, as I went through, you know, as a freshman, we made the, we did that cheer just because that's what you did, you know, and yeah. you just sort of followed along. You were like, Oh yeah. B-O-B. But <laughs> as you, as we went through, you know, I would, especially senior year, you know, I, especially me. I mean, I had these ridiculously sentimental moments where I would just like break down and cry because I was so sad. It was almost over. But every time we chanted those at home meets, the BOB chair just meant so much more to me because it was like one last time, you know, I'm only doing it four times this, this, this season, you know, as a senior. And then it was three, three more times. And, you know, as, as we got further into it and the season carried on, you know, come the senior meet, it was, it was really special and um, it just, it just really resonated with me as, as a swimmer going through the program, just how important he was to the program, not just to the individual, but to the team and, and, and all the women that have gone through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the BOB chat and also the hoorah chat. Like, it's really incredible after all these years. The te- That's still the, the team cheer. They do it every meet. Yep, yep. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of, I feel like the, you know, as you speak to different people um, that are graduating and that have graduated through the program, um, it's, you're going to like, there's an, the, the cheers have evolved in their own way and teams make them their own, Mm -hmm. but it's amazing that they still hold on to those traditions. Yeah. Really amazing. And as he enters into retirement, I'd love to hear some well wishes. Oh, um, well, I wish Bob, uh, nothing but the best, lots of, happy bike rides and hugs with your granddaughter and your daughters. And of course, Judy, I hope you get to spend lots of time with Judy. Um, she's, you know, she, she's put up with having to share Bob with so many, you know, um, just with the teams over the years. And, um, I hope they both enjoy some time together. Um, and I'm just, so, so thankful um, to Bob over the years and moving forward that he's just been such an inspiration as a coach. And, and I just wish him such happiness and joy. Um, and I hope he really gets to sit back and, and listen to these podcasts and um, understand just what an impact he's had on, you know, decades, decades of, of, of women that have gone through the program. Yeah, and he's been there for us, and um, and he will take the time to relax and bike ride and spend time with his family. Um, but this has been so great to catch up. Thank you so much for chatting with me, Amy. 
Thank you so much, Cece. I'm so glad you reached out. This is um, a wonderful, wonderful idea, and I really hope Bob enjoys this.